When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clinton. It is officially that week. We've made it. And unlike last year, I am only doing two shows this week. Maybe three. No, three or four. Still, last week I did five and a half. Last year I did five and a half. That was insane. I literally wanted my brains to curdle over. It is Super, it's Bowl Super Bowl. Week. Oh my lord! Last week I did three for us or two for us, my two and a half for us. I did one for Craft Brew. I did one for another show, and I'm literally just like watching my brain turn inside out talking about football. You know what's so funny, Samir? You're the only show we didn't talk about football on. What's the show? Yeah, the, the Corner Booth Podcast, the one you're listening to right now, the best football podcast in the goddamn world. That's not going to happen this year. Don't you worry, folks. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, if 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 uh, a certain someone starts doing non-football shit, I'm kicking him from the. I'm many him from proposals the coming. Yeah, no. Except I'm gonna tell me. her like the only person she can propose to is me, uh, or Samir, or JD, uh, JD yeah. singles. Yeah, JD too. Um, Thanks. Thank you. Pat Pat, <laughs> Pat, 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 Pat is dating a very nice lady, so we will not mess that up. Mm. But Kevin can kiss my. Well, we won't mess it up, but. Well, who knows what's gonna happen? Nah, Pat's a loyal. Pat's um. loyal as a dog. Um, <laughs> that boy is loyal to that. Pat is a very loyal boy. He's a good dude. Um. All right. Anyway, so I was listening to I listened to a couple sports, but like this. So everyone, guys, know I I I drive a lot for work. I have job sites all over the damn state of Connecticut. Yeah, you yeah, know, you drive. State. It's I drive. I drive like today. I probably did about an hour and a half. Yes, uh, but no, let's say about two and a half hours. Yesterday, I did about maybe four and a half hours of driving. I was on the clock for every minute of it, though. But uh, fact, of, paid, fact of the matter is, you drive. To, a good job is a good paid job. You get paid to drive and you get paid to shit. 
you can pay for those two things. It's a good job. The second one's a half. I get paid like because it's like usually I'm working so fast I just forget if I have to pick a shit. <laughs> oh, I love shitting on the clock. It's my favorite thing. Just Are you kidding me? While I, when I was working in finance, paid. bro, I had like times picked out. I'm like, it's too early to get lunch. I got it. <laughs> Let me go empty yep. the tank. Um, Check a little Twitter. Yeah, right. Or, uh, or start playing. I one time I was playing a game on my phone against my buddy who's across like the state, and I completely forgot I was in there for like twenty minutes. I'm like Jesus, so everybody thinks I'm like a problem. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Speaking of problem, like everyone's been talking about how the Rams defense is going to be this insane problem for the Bungles. And yes, Jay Dizzle, I am calling them the Bungles out of respect at this point because they've done nothing okay. but earn my respect this entire postseason. Me and well, yeah. also you call are gonna... it's a it's the good luck for them. They want you yeah, to exactly. do what you've been start doing. Giving them too much props, they're gonna lose, and I don't right. want that to happen. This is for Harambe. Okay, second of all. If, if, Any man like that plays fact, for Harambe, that's going to be passion. Yeah, Sam Hubbard said it. Ohio State's best. Cincinnati born. Said it best. That boy is so Ohio, he shits corn and farts Dorito dust. He does. Like, it's, it's funny, dead. though, because if you listen to the part of my take, like it was such a joke, and then people just ran with it. And it was like literally like, so you're playing for Harambe? And like sarcastically laughed. He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then everyone like, I know. just I took the quote the joke, and ran. What made it even better was like I took it as – as that, but at the same time, like, I love how people are like quoting that. Listen, the theory that this could end the darkest timeline we've been in since Zacharilla got shot, and that Joe Come Burrow, Joe Burrow, the Joe Burrow's national title was like sort of when COVID was starting to catch up steam, pre-lockdown, obviously, but like you know, around the time of the Super Bowl was right before the lockdown. The Super Bowl, it was like Super Bowl, like three weeks of BS, and then lockdown, and then. You know, Burrow win the Super Bowl can kind of, you know, end also, that shit. I'd like to just point out that if you're a fan of part of my take and you're like, oh, that's a cool story, the corner booth had the scoop of the Sam Hubbard recruited to Notre Dame a week earlier. I told that story. So come to the corner booth. We got that shit first. Yeah. Our, our resident sleuth and investigative reporter, J.D. Exactly. Davis. As long as he is from and went to Ohio State, I got it. Everybody else, though. I, you yeah, you come to me and Samir for the comedy. You come to J.D. JD right. for the Big J journalism. That's right. For I'm anything about Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I'm sure our audience is just like on the edge of their seat to hear Ohio State news 24-7. So, J.D. Hey, what I a Buckeye forever, you. a Buckeye. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. And that's, well, listen, boys, that's I may go get my MBA from Miami so I can officially say I'm a hurricane finally. Online, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Hell of a lot cheaper. But still counts to me being a hurricane, right? Um, yes. Just take, like, one class. I'm just be like, all right, I'm a hurricane. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be I don't owl. subscribe. You know me. I'm not. I'm anti-Kevin logic in that way. I do not subscribe to you have to go to the university to be a fan. Well, no, I think that's like, utterly ridiculous. The only thing that kept me from going to Miami was the price tag. Right. Right. But I'm not even like, say, because yeah, you've said that, but I'm saying in general, like the, I think he said like people who don't even go to my school are talking about it and like well, making it look bad. It's like, rants. okay, so it doesn't make any to, sense to me. To defend that angry little munchkin for a second, because he was defending me in that point. Because sure. a certain co-host of a show that is on this network invited me onto their show. Made me wait in the lobby for 30 minutes. I'd get up at 4 o'clock in the morning the next morning. I was exhausted. I'd worked eight. I'd worked 12 hours that day. I just recorded this show with you guys. 
done a belly up thing with Mike. I think I might have had a meeting or two and had to sit in the damn lobby watching one of our co watching another show's co hosts go 20 minutes over his limit. And then the first thing the, this jabroni says to me is talking shit about the Miami Alabama game. <laughs> like, first of all, buddy, I did not say anything to you about it. The only person who has something to say is his co-host because his co-host is a fan of the rival team, which I get. My rival right. team, Florida State. Right. Right. But I have no beef with Alabama. But what I'm saying, ever? just to, that's a very specific stuff. I'm saying in general, though. Yeah, Like, no, just because no, one guy's a dick. But I'm saying, like, people – like, if you're from Ohio and you didn't go to Ohio State and you root for Ohio State, I'm not going to be like, dude, you can't do that. It's ridiculous. It's well, ridiculous. listen, like, I may move to Miami, Florida. I love that area. But that's my, – my point is, is you don't yeah. have to. That'd be cool if you did. But you don't have to. I don't – I, I can don't be an Oregon fan because I, I – I go exactly. to Subway and I get bread for free and I feed like the ducks. Easily my second favorite Division One yeah. school in sports and academics is Boston University, and I've never even stepped foot. Yeah. Oh, go Terriers. I was at the bean pie yesterday. We beat Harvard, those those little pricks. Okay, the Harvard band was the worst band that I've ever heard yeah, in my Harvard's life. Like they're they stink, man. Harvard stinks. They said they were going to beat well, okay. us. These guys Listen, stunk. it's a bunch of trust stink. fund and valedictorians. That's literally Harvard's student body. It's the same thing with Yale. It's trust fund kids and geniuses. Not the most creative crowd I've ever seen. Scientifically uh, creative, possibly, and creative how to hide money. That's about it. That's why Ivy League schools crack me up. I've met kids. The only kids with creativity... From these schools, like a lot of the, I mean, like, okay, I'm not I'm except make, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. We love Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Well, also, Ryan Fitzpatrick is different because Ryan Fitzpatrick got in there basically because he was a kid from a middle class family who got in. Those kids bust their ass. It's like, it's the robots who go in strictly for school and the trust fund kids whose daddy's basically paid for them to get in. They're the ones who kill the creativity of that show. And my hair is bugging me. I'm throwing a cowboy hat on. I am done. Uh oh. Activate cowboy hat. Let's go. Back to cowboy hat. Um, I might bring it out for the uh for the Super Bowl. I'm I'm debating. Nah, By the yeah, way, we'll amazing see. beer, amazing beer I'm drinking today. It's an amber ale. It's called Nugget Nectar by Trogues Brewing in Hershey, Pennsylvania. By the way, literally 300 yards from Hershey Park. This beer is incredible. I love it. I love the knife side of the beers I've had from them. So they they always hit with a solid one. I'm drinking um, the quaintest little brewery in Columbus, Ohio beer. Uh, it's called pronounced Bood Lehick, Lehit, Lehit. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a it's a light lager, but uh, it's doing the trick. Oh yeah, like, light lager. Yeah. Greatest. One of my favorite memories of the 2017 season was even related to my team. It was Dilly Dilly. That was it. Dilly Dilly. That was twenty. That felt like it was forever ago. That was 2017 because they did wow. the Philly. Yeah, Philly. Dilly Dilly I, I wasn't got... that long ago. I was in high school for Dilly Dilly. I I'll, love Dilly I'll say Dilly. That much. Yeah, no. It that, was maybe just... I'm thinking of the the here we go because here we go was the for a while was like the before Dilly. Oh, Dilly. my favorite is Bud Light. But Dilly Dilly was great. My favorite Bud Light though was the True Men of Genius. So that that. Oh, is those were good. We salute you, mail order, bride order. 
Um, where, how did they figure out Kevin's life story? Real man. Well, I, I personally, uh, think, uh, the greatest ad and Super Bowl ad of all time is Puppy Monkey Baby. I don't know if you guys remember Puppy, Puppy Monkey, Monkey Baby. Baby but that I, move, I that don't know. That fit, that obviously has never come up with a better gas. ad since. That I mean, they hit. That is absolute gas, but that ad gave me the fucking creeps. Puppy My Monkey favorite Baby. was, do you guys remember Castle Edge with the Scottish guy walking around with the dipstick whacking people? Think with your dipstick, Jimmy. That was my look it up after the show. That shit was hysterical. I had that. I was laughing my ass off. And then um, what's another one? Oh, the guy with the Jamaican accent in the veto commercial. Yes, I the land of ten thousand lakes. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll send them both to you. When I think Super Bowl commercials, for some reason, I always think GoDaddy.com. They definitely just went straight. E-trade yeah, E-Trade Baby, E-Trade Baby's the homie. Does E-Trade Baby smoke cigars? Does he burn? What's good? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> does he burn? He does now that it's legal, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, cigars uh, have always been legal, but you know. Guys. I have we talked some football, and we were talking about the Rams' defense. And I yeah, let's talk some real but I, I have some prop bets pulled up that I want you guys' opinion on after we talk okay. real football. Sure. Okay, so what I want to ask. Yeah, real football, Samir. Give us bring some up. good stuff here. Is this. You know, and this is who I'm going to be this week. I think, you know, Joe Burrow's a great guy. Joe Burrow's great. All the attention's getting oh, his I mean, his old Twitter is, is wonderful. I mean, his old Instagram posts are hilarious. I mean, the guy's just a winner. Awesome dude. And now Bengals rock. Good team. But everybody wants him to win. At some point, when does the underdog become not the underdog? You know, the Bengals, sure. I mean, what is it, four and a half? When the betting line changes. No, but okay, sure. Okay, the betting line, yeah, the betting line is what four and a half for the Rams right now. Something uh, I like that. Check. It's. Do you want to all do of America wants? All of America wants the Bengals to win, and that's why I want the Rams to win. Matthew Stafford deserves a Super Bowl. Odell Beckham Jr. deserves a Super Bowl. All these guys Man. deserve a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald deserves a Super Bowl. Um, I'm with you. Samir. I'm I think all these guys are. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Rams 100, percent and not only that. I think they're going to win. Jared was saying, you know, what see does the defense really hold up? I think it does. I mean, I think 100% it does. Uh, that offensive line is horrible. Uh, what happened against the Chiefs where they only gave up one sack? It's not going to happen again. You have Aaron Donald. Like, that is literally the best pass rushing team in the entire league. Like, we can't just be like, oh, well, they were good against, you know, oh, they won against the Titans even though he was sacked. Or, oh, you know, they were good against the Chiefs. That that means they could stop Aaron Donald. I mean, come on, you guys. I don't think – I mean, Ramsey going one against Jamar Chase, that's not something that Jamar Chase faced very often either. Like, things are going to be massively disrupted for what we think the Bengals are uh, on offense. Uh I don't know. I think they'll still be able to score, but I think a turnover two is going to happen. You know, Joe Burrow has those dud games. Remember that game against the Broncos? Samir, you make a really good point not to cut you off there about Jamar Chase and the fact that he doesn't really play a lot of number one uh, corners, weirdly enough. He doesn't get shadowed. As good as as good as the, the AFC North might Except be against, defensively. Um, 
KC, but they really don't have a number one corner. But he still he played good. Like he, but he he gets their number one corner. But he hasn't played a ton of great corners this year. Um, but also, except like, for the only lockdown corner, and I'm gonna pull Jared here. I'm gonna bring up my team is Denzel Ward for the Browns, and he had terrible. Now he didn't play the second game because it was before the play. He got locked the f up in that game when he played a number one corner. Jalen Ramsey might be the best in the game. He has one yeah. job to slow down Jamal Chase. Jamar Chase, and I think that is take you take away Jamar Chase, you start to make that offense a little more Higgins dependent. Don't get me wrong, Higgins, Higgins Tyler Boyd, CJ Uzama, Joe Mixon. It's thing is Joe. Thing is Joe Burrow has enough weapons where it's like okay, we can still sling. It's not like KC where they needed everybody to play well. Because I'm sorry, KC's offense is more explosive than the Rams's. Yeah, yeah, obviously, sure. The, the play calling, I give it much to better Andy. defense for the Rams though. Oh, yes, but the thing is, everyone's – I get everyone's still harping, oh, they gave up eight sacks to the Titans. The Chiefs have just as good a pass versus the Titans and got one sack, right? One couple pressures. Like, it, I think the line just had a horrible game. Is it just as good? I mean, personnel-wise, Melvin Ingram, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, like, that's not a were bad you guys just rate? Weren't, like, last week you guys were telling me how good the – well the Tennessee Titans defensive line was like, that was, well, they are good, but I think they're about the same. They're both like back into the top 10. If that, okay. But making this point, you have to figure that, you know, the Rams are going to be somewhere in between the one and the nine number, which also I would say great. You know, if you land with five sacks, that's still bad. I would say, um, the Titans have a better, have a more, uh, besides Tyron Matthew, I think the Titans have a a more uh, aggressive secondary. I think it's where a lot of those, like, a lot of those sacks came from. They look it was like yeah, some of them were like the Titans just got a straight bull rush. But also, let's be honest, Mike Vrabel called a great game defensively. I don't consider Steve Spagnolo a good defensive coordinator. I think he's just average. Hey. By the way, who just got his extension, get your bag, Mike Vrabel. And their GM. They both got extensions. Yeah. There we go, Mike. There we go, that. Mike. Love Mike Vrabel. I want to see that. Super Bowl. I want that dick off. Gotta make I, that eventually about. the dick's gonna be off. What is this? The instead of the rock face off, this is dick off. So yeah, it's dick off. Samir's pump up track. Samir, yeah, it's Nicholas Cage am, and uh, Keanu Reeves. I am with you in the fact that everyone wants the Bengals to win. Um, so there might be a little. I've said there's a little added pressure to LA being at home. They they need it more than the Bengals do, 100. Um, but I think you make a good point because, like, defensively. The Rams are so much like you look at as much as like Joe Burrow's the man. Don't get me wrong; he's played really well. Hey, four touchdowns, two picks, like not like cra- not like actually like crazy stats in these playoffs, really. Like to be honest, and they played Vegas, Tennessee, and Kansas City. Nay, would you say any of those three teams are known for their defense? They haven't played a great defense. Tennessee they have not. defense was Tennessee's defense was like it's like, good. It, it, I would say they played it's well. The same, it's the same category as the Bengals where it's severely underrated because of their sure. offense. But also, sure. let's be honest. Ryan Tannehill lost him the that team. Ryan Tannehill was dog shit in that game. Exactly. That so is, that, he, you're, Jared, perfect I know, segue I, into I know. my point. Perfect segue into my point. The, you Out of those three teams, you'd say probably the best defense is Tennessee. You guys would agree out of those the three teams they played. 
Overall personnel, like yeah. defensive tackles, back uh, to safety. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I mean, actually, no, I'd say. I don't I think, think the Chiefs were streaking at the time. I, we're forgetting about I the, want to say the Chiefs. Who, the Raiders, who have made the best call defense. Yeah, but fair Max Crosby. Personnel. Yeah, they don't have the my, best personnel. But they have my point is, is if Tennessee had a They'll play three pretty close defenses. Smidge, smidge of offensive talent. Like the, no, obviously Derrick Henry wasn't on It's it's Chiefs. It's Chiefs versus Rams. Because you tell me the the Titans would actually beat the Chiefs again. No, come on. No. So my point is, is this defense is I think better than Tennessee's at least, and I think that would be the best. Out oh, of three well, I mean, easily. Who, I think this Rams defense is top. 50, this top ten. Cincinnati control. scored nineteen points against Tennessee. Nine. Obviously, we we are talking about the nine sacks. Whatever, like Samir said, even if it's between that nine and one number, we're talking five sacks. That's impactful. They got Jalen Ramsey, who can at least slow down Jamar Chase, if not, like, has the capacity to lock down anyone in this league. Has that capacity. Now, the Bengals have a lot of weapons, but it kind of takes them a little bit to get going. Obviously, we saw that with the Chiefs. Their defense had a great, great stand. But my point is their defense, the Bengals' defense, is not going to be able to hold the Rams like they held Tennessee to 16 points. If the bank, like, I don't think they're built quite like the Chiefs. And honestly, I think the Chiefs are better than the Bengals. Like, I think they probably win that game most times. But, you know, Bengals are 2-0 in the last five weeks against us, so you can't really say that, but I just still kind of think that. I just think the Rams have a good, like, the perfect matchup for the Bengals. Like, literally the perfect matchup for the Bengals Ah, uh, now the, the 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 difference is is Joe Burrow's that dude, that dude in big games. L.A. has all the pressure. They're at home. They got McVay back in the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, Stafford, who knows how many chances he's going to have at it. Odell, like they have all the you know Von Miller's chasing the ring. They have all the pressure. Mm. The Bengals aren't supposed to be there. That's what scares me for the Rams. But I think at the end of the day, if you just look at it from a straight X's and O's football way, I don't see the Rams losing. See, no. I will pick the Rams on Thursday most likely because I believe in jinxes and curses and everything else. But because I'm super superstitious, if you've ever met me, you realize I do everything a certain way because He's of super squared stitious. Exactly. Exactly. Here's the thing. For all my He's squishes. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna make argument for the Bengals here. So yeah, the the uh, Rams. You, you're the Rams. The Rams one through fifty five are a better roster. The only position where I give the Bengals the edge is at quarterback. Because, yes, Stafford. And kicker. And kicker. Zach yeah. fucking McPherson. <laughs> yeah. That man Draft has, a kicker, baby. That man drips swagoo like it's a freaking, like, it's it nobody's business. That man has more drip than McAfee, Marquette King, Vinatieri. I'd Sebastian, also give the Bengals Sebastian the Sebastian Janikowski and every other kicker under the sun. I'll give Joe Mixon the nod as well. Joe Mixon, oh yeah, Joe Mixon, I would, okay, so if we're going position by position, I honestly, though, would also take the, the, uh, uh, Higby's better than Uzama. Um, receiving core, I'd give to Cincinnati. Higby's way better than Uzama. Higby's a, a great Okay, I um, I, I would take, Jam- I would take Jamar I'd Chase over, oh, okay. Cooper Cup makes it close, but T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are better than Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham. At least for I would say I think Beckham is better than Higgins right now. Who is the fourth receiver on the Bengals? 
Well, now we're getting this like fourth receiver. It's like we're how impactful. We're Either way, make your argument, Jared. Give okay, me the I guess so. okay. Give me they're the tied. The they're pitch. tied at receivers. Okay. Give me the Bengals so, pitch. Cincinnati, listen up. Jared's going to explain to you why you're going to win. Finish? I'm setting the stage. He was setting he the stage. Shut up. To be fair. I would start talking. Jesus. I was setting the fucking stage. I know you were. I was calling out Cincinnati. Going to give you a blank slate and go. I was in the. I was already in the middle. I'm gonna. Well, now I want to set the stage. So now uh, Jared's gonna tell everyone uh, who loves the Bengals why the Bengals are gonna win. Jared. Oh my god, I hate you. The floor's yours. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) All right. So So, Samir. I'm yeah, fucking get me. I'm gonna go full Tony. I'm gonna go full Tony Reality and just start hitting the mute button. All right, here we go. Minus three points, JD. Yeah, exactly. JD, you're at like negative fifty. I was watching that today, dude. That's a classic. Do doing your work after like elementary school. Yes. Yes. No. I Jared's know. gonna tell us about the Bengals. It's, it's just this is a good tangent. I love around the horn. Anyway, so. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have been this team where it's like, how the fuck are they here? Preseason, did any of us pick them to win the division? No. I picked Baltimore. No, 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 I picked Cleveland. Sorry. Um, JD, who did you pick? You picked Cleveland as well? Samir, did you pick pick Baltimore or you picked Cleveland? No, No, I picked Cleveland. We were all Cleveland. We were all Cleveland. Okay. I think we were all Cleveland. Besides the fact that I was the only one who didn't take them to pick last, though, in the division. Yeah, I, I thought. They were going to be tied with Pittsburgh for a while. I had them what like four or five wins or something. Yeah. Okay. What I love about this Bengals team is that one Joe Burrow might be the most swaggiest quarterback of all time. He has that. I'm not saying he is Brady. Don't get on my case. He has that Brady Montana magic. That dude is a vibe. And the thing is, like, it's Joe not too. it his his entire team reflects him as a player, which is something that. It's like this hidden thing with quarterbacks. I love when quarterbacks reflect their team, lead their team by example. And it's not just the big throws. It's about how he handles himself, how he is the captain. He is the guy. He knows it's on him. And this is, I'm not trying to talk about my birds, but this is why I want to read I love Hurts or I love Stafford or I love, um, what's his, I love Brady for this and, I used to love Aaron Rodgers for this. I think he's been out of Green Bay for two years. He's just been blood run through the motions. I love um, what's his face? As much as I hate him, Big Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben, back before he turned into a freaking mummy. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, these guys. Sam Darnold at the Cardinals. We can go on forever, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, I say Cardinals, Panthers. Fine, Matt Ryan, Eli Manning. Yes, you know I mean? Matt Ryan for all these you know, Smith legends. Taking that right hook all like a champ. <laughs> okay, back to what I was saying, though. The Bengals are this team where, yeah, the Rams are the superstar loaded home team, better D-line, elite all-time talent corner and D-tackle and edge rusher. They've got good supporting cast as well. They have the story of Eric Weddle. Comes from off the couch to in the backfield. This man is kicking ass. Cam Akers, ACL. I mean, not ACL. Beats an Achilles tear in six months. Like, what the fuck? That's impressive. Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham has literally resurrected his career in seven games. Or no, ten games now. Ten games now. Matthew Stafford, the man with a new lease on life, right? 
Tony Michelle was dead in the water in fucking New England. Now he's a solid, dependable running back. But here's the problem. It's Joe Shiesty. This man has taken out King Henry. Yes, with a plate in his foot, but it's still Derek fucking Henry. He's an Asgardian. He's not a real human. He's Asgardian. He's a he's he's a dominant species of like of male. He's better than anybody else at running back. Maybe not Jonathan Taylor. He's close. He's a, he's a, he's probably the closest thing to a xenomorph in real life. No, he's the closest thing to Thor in real life. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Then you have Patrick Mahomes. The NFL's golden boy, okay? This man could literally look at a D-line in the wrong way and draw a pass, a, a rough in the passer call. He's got Tyreek Hill and Travis. Fight for our right to party, Kelsey. The lesser Kelsey. Right. And then he had to beat the lovable losers. Rich Paisan, Rich Pisachia, and jo- De- fucking Derek, the kid from Toy Story Car. I am telling you. Joe Burrow has had the most memorable matchups. And I think he's giving me this vibe. It's like they're the team that's supposed to be here. Not the team we wanted here. Not the team we thought of here. The team's supposed to be here. And also with Joe Burrow, it seems no moment is too big for him. You could go all the way back to fucking college where he took on the freaking Clemson Tigers. They were the dynasty. They were... They had Sunshine, they had ETN, Justin Ross, Amari Rogers. They had this loaded fucking roster, right? With a bunch of first-round picks. Joe Burrow walks in there, kicks the barn doors off him. And it's not even close, okay? He beats Bama and Tua with that loaded roster. Oh, yeah, Kevin said if it went five quarters, they would have won. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we don't play five quarters. They lost in four. Respectfully... The tide were coming back. The guy who made Saban and Dabo say, sit the F down, Joey exactly. B. This man Same is season. A man of, I love okay, this man. Two of the most hated head coaches in college football. He's a man of the people. He just shuts the fuck up for Mike Gundy and Jimbo Fisher. He's my fucking hero. Here's the thing. He's my hero already. Joe Burrow makes the Bengals likable, right? This man is just swaggy. He's cool. He does everything you need a quarterback to do. Now, with all those intangibles in mind, right, the play that sold me that Joe Burrow was special was 2020. Eagles, Bengals, the tie game where I knew Doug Peterson had quit on the Eagles because Joe Burrow broke four fucking tackles, ran to the sideline, and sidearmed the ball 25 yards to T. Higgins, and I'm just sitting there like, it's like I just watched a work of art from God. Like, what is that? It was it, it beats anything I've seen from Vic, Brady, Wentz, Wentz for his escapability. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he's in that conversation with any of these guys. From McNabb, from like Mont- Steve Young, all these crazy guys who Cunningham, all these guys who make ridiculous plays. I saw Eli this Manning, yeah, all the this, yeah, even, yeah, even, even the, the human statue known as Eli Manning. Russell, Russell, baby. I've never seen a guy break four fucking tackles, refuse to give up a play, and then hit a dime pass in his receiver's grill. If T. Higgins had any self-awareness as a rookie, he would have walked into the end zone. It was He was 20 yards away. It would have made it an all-time play. But here's the thing. On top of that, you have Joe Mixon, whose career was shot to shit after his trouble in college. Has resurrected his career. First 1,000-yard rushing season, or no, 
first top five season for a Bengals running back rushing since Cedric Benson, I believe. Maybe Jeremy Hill. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's been a while. Oh, come yeah. on. Some Giovanni Bernard. I'm sure he had some good. Yeah, no, Gio, Gio was always a scat back, kind of like, uh, like a, a, a he, was, he, he was rarely the main guy there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And then you have Jamar Chase, his homeboy from college. Like, if you, all you needed was Justin Jefferson somehow finagle a trade there. It would have been the ultimate, like, get up for Burrow. Yeah, everyone's talking about how they need to draft Panay Sewell. I admit, I was driving that train, man. Just we like all were. We I, all just were. Just like I drive the LeBron James hate wagon, I was driving the whole Panay Sewell needs to go to Cincy. But they've proven me wrong. First of all, this Bengals O-line is young, and they're getting better. They took the criticism from getting sacked eight times, and they they beat a better pass rush in KC. Yes, Aaron Donald is going to get at least one sack. So will Von Miller. I guarantee. I will put actually. I put money on both of them getting a sack. Here's the thing. Joe Burrow is one of the best escapability quarterbacks in the league. That man, it has some kind of gift from God, act of God, whatever, on him. Yes, this is all not circumstantial, but also. Sean McVay is 0-1 in the Super Bowl. I'm not, yeah, it was against Belichick, but everyone's talking about how Zach Taylor is like 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 they're comparing him to like a Larry Coker in the 0-1 Hurricanes type, like he just was there and the players did it. No, Zach Taylor's a pretty good head coach. I think it all I right. can't get the read of him. I'll be honest, I don't know. Also, also, who's the thing is, um, this game would probably come down to a field goal. And who is the best kicker in the league right now? Or it tied for after Justin Tucker. After because Justin Tucker, Chuck's Justin Tucker. Tuck God is still the best. I mean, Tuck God is the I best mean, kicker. Yeah, I mean, come on. He might end up if he gets a maybe another Super Bowl. He is going to be past Vinatieri in my book. But he's a better kicker. Vinatieri is just on better teams. Different argument. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wait, if, you, if you think top five kickers right now, it's Tucker, Vinatieri. Then you throw in Bucker over in um, KC, Boswell in Pittsburgh. Hold on. Jake but Elliott over in Adam Vinatieri is retired. Like, yeah, I know, I'm not saying – I didn't name Vinatieri. So you're saying Tucker, – You said top oh, five I'm, I meant to yeah, say McPherson. I meant to say McPherson, my bad. McPherson okay. instead of Vinatieri. See, I know. Like, you want to talk about, like, the top five kickers right now in the league. You go, like, you go Elliott, Boswell. You go – um. Okay, Graham um, Gano is money. Let's not talk. Graham Gano is a Pro Bowl snub, and I'll die on that hill. Oh my God, we're talking about Giants kickers. <laughs> hey, anything better than Giants punters? Am I right, fellas? All right, all right. Um, Fair, but listen, Riley Dixon's not bad. As I drop my beer, this should be hysterical. Um, Remember Sean That's Weatherford? A good Remember how you made a great, you made he was? A great point. I wasn't done as I'm watching. Oh, you're still not done. All right, all right. We gave our Rams argument. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, I'm okay. here. I thought I thought this was well, his breaking point. Yeah, well, that beer my, is foaming. For those of you who are, cannot frothing. watch, which is all of you, oh, yeah, he God. it is it is getting everywhere. Oh, that is like a money shot right there on all over mm-hmm. Jared's hands. And face. Samir made his first porn reference. Yeah, if you if if we were to give out this video, you'd have to pay for it. Yeah, this that's is how only, much it Jared, do you need to like some paper towels would, to clean that up, maybe? Yeah. This would go on sure? OnlyFans. Yeah, it would Jared, go on my OnlyFans. Do us a favor and lick that up for us. Oh yeah. Okay. Um I, no. the last thing anybody yeah. wants is me having an OnlyFans. Um Jared, why are you only the only thing you're wearing a cowboy hat? Oh my god. 
If you like dad bod tattoos and tattoo dad bod tattoos and the Philadelphia Eagles and cowboy hats, I'm your man on beards. Um, but um, that's my sales pitch for OnlyFans. Um, okay, the cheat on talk about the Bengals defense. On paper, I was about to get that. On paper, it makes no sense why the Cincinnati Bengals should beat the Los Angeles Rams on offense. Defensive line for the Rams does everything, right? But what the key to me is is the other side of the ball. The Rams also, there's one thing about Aaron Donald. I want you guys to realize you can scheme away from him. He doesn't move. He plays in the same spot. I disagree with that. The Philadelphia Eagles proved this year after year under Peterson and so did other teams like the Patriots, like the Saints. They schemed away from Donald. You double team him and you run offside of him. You call it where 99 is and you run away from him. And there, Von Miller's. I agree. He's an all time pass rusher, but every all time pass rusher, except for maybe like Reggie White, Bruce Smith, is blockable. So, with that in mind, the Bengals will still score points because besides Jalen Ramsey, that secondary is eh at best. And Joe Burrow doesn't need Jamar Chase to blow Jerry you up. Jerry Williams is good. He just helps. This one is good, but also Joe Burrow can do his best work in the sl- in the quick screen game. I mean, Jamar Chase can, which honestly mm-hmm. kind of takes the power away from um, uh, what's his face, Jalen Ramsey, who tenet- who for some reason, like JD said before the show, doesn't always cover them one guy. So we might get some like T Higgins on Jalen Ramsey, which could be hysterical for Jamar Chase. Anyway, on defense, you have the most underwhelming, unvaunted, underloved unit. Uh, in the Super Bowl, it's the Bengals defense who picked off Mahomes, who stopped Tannehill, who stopped Derek Carr. It was not the offense who stopped them; it was the defense. When it counted most, the defense. Yes, they have some real scrubs like Eli Apple and Mike Hilton. These yeah, guys Eli are not. Apple made the biggest play of the season. I, I know, argue. and he's a fucking jabroni, but he made a big play. Um, it's basically the 2014 Ohio State defense. Four four guys from that team. I know. Yeah, Von Bell, Sam Hubbard. Right? Am I am I am I am I on track? Eli Apple. Yeah. Those are the three on defense. Then you got Isaiah Prince. And yeah. Everyone. Okay. If you want to count Joe, Joe counts himself. Just saying. But yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Um. He did. He said that this week. Don't be don't be one of those Ohio State fans who claims. I'm not being, no. He claims himself. He graduated I from know. Ohio State. He literally said this week, I'll always yeah, be a I Buckeye. Know. Yeah, I know. He claims his, himself. So. His fame is the Tigers. hundred uh, percent. Those can, those can, I, those can both be true. I'm just saying. But completely different argument. Is, Keep going. I don't want to derail you. You're on fire, kid. This, the thing is, is that the Bengals' defense, they don't make the best play. They don't make every play. They just make the play. Really a la, a la, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Super Bowl Fifty Two. The Eagles didn't need the be- all the plays. They just needed that play to break the Jared, that was poetry. Listen. Mm. That was honestly perfect game, way to put it. This game, to me, is Super Bowl 52 all over again. But instead of the evil empire versus the annoying fan base with the backup quarterback, it's the upstart team versus the the, the loaded all-star squad. I'm just going to say these both teams are way more likable than that Super Bowl. Exactly. The, the Rams yeah. are not oh, as I mean, the Rams 100%. are way more like like people wouldn't be mad if the Rams won. Everyone. Oh no, like, no, no. I said this today to my uh, a guy who listens to the show. He's a friend of mine. He works at my liquor store. He said, "Win, win, really." He said, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I'm rooting for both." Honestly, if the if the if the uh, Rams win, I'm not going to be that upset. I'm going to hope that this whole Joe Burrow curse isn't real. 
But at the same time, it's like, you know, like, good for Stafford, good for Von Miller, good for Odell, good for Ramsey. All these guys came from situations that, like, they were screwed and they got a shot. Good for Cooper Cuff for being one of the greatest receivers of all time, or at least putting out one of the greatest receiver seasons of all time. Um, so I'm not going to be mad about it. But yes, no, the Bengals are the team of destiny. And picking against the Bengals is just like, it like, yeah, logic says pick the Rams. But listen, logic only computes once every 20 or 30 Super Bowls. Um, 2019, those 49ers had like this, uh, no, 20, 2018, I'm sorry. No, 2020. 2020, we were all talking about Mahomes. They were going to repeat. It was the year. And then Brady and the boys took a curb stomping to him. 2018, everyone thought the the Rams were the elite offense. They were going to light up the Patriots. The Patriots just barely beat the Chiefs. And Brady and the defense just kept that game tight. And they won. Can I tell you something that connects those these kinds of Super Bowls? Clutch, one oh, last thing. Clutch throw to Gronk, and that whole game changed. 2017, it took a momentum breaker like that. Fuck Philly, Philly. 2016, it just takes one speech at halftime, a Edelman catch, and a couple of bad play calls, and we're back in it. Guys, listen. All these like Super Bowls never go according to plan. The old, the last one I remember going according to plan was um either like I think it was yeah it was 06 Colts Bears that's the last Super Bowl I remember going according to the 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 Bears were gonna score a touchdown or two on defense and score on a special teams. Um I would argue 2019 Kansas City over San Francisco went pretty according to plan. Uh San Fran had a 21 to 10 lead going to the fourth quarter. That was not according to plan. Okay but I'm talking about the final, I guess. Oh no, I'm talking game itself because then again, oh, I mean, yeah, it was some crazy then again, games, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, football I'm, game's a football game. You're just saying any given right. Sunday, which yeah, right. Any given right, Sunday right, right. is also you can make an argument that no football game goes according to like 100 percent what we thought was going to happen. But all I'm but saying, no, you make a good point. Like it's a big thing is, in the Super Bowl. Yes, more times super, than not, it's, it's something weird. This game could very well be a blowout, but I have a real feeling this game is going to be a magic game. That's all I want. I, It'll I be think, a great game. I think the Bengals, I, I, listen, my group for Bengals is, listen, they're the team of destiny. They are just good enough to stay in the game with this on paper with this Rams team. You just have to be just good enough to stay in the game because then any given Sunday takes over and it's an even playing field. Yeah, they may be at home, but let's be honest, the worst home team in football besides the Chargers is the Rams. And and I'd say, you know, maybe. They're not at home. It's a neutral site, really. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> they'll probably wear they'll probably wear wear away uniforms just so they're gonna be like, well, we weren't home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but I do want to say this. You know, you brought up you know the 2020 Super Bowl, you brought up the 2018 Super Bowl, where you know these teams were built up to be something and they lost, but it was to one guy. It was to Tom Brady. You know, these elite. Right. You know, Rams were oh they're elite. Well, they lose to Brady. The Chiefs oh they're gonna repeat. They lost to Brady. That's you know at that point you have to you have to not only say not only does Burrow have the the Brady energy you're expecting him to perform how Brady performed and and take down these these uh, giant you know beasts of teams. Guys, can we just take a moment, us three here, 
Can you imagine losing to Brady in a Super Bowl? All right, I can't. I can't. This podcast is three and zero against Tom Brady in Super Bowls, baby. Let's go. We just don't have feels. Not this podcast. Yeah, also, I mean, don't I, lose the brain. I may not be able to root for the Bengals anymore because I just found who their head co- assistant coaches is. What happened? Al, Go- Al Golden. <laughs> Wait, okay, but can we also talk they about? Uh, we're talking Super Bowl. We're talking Super Yeah, but you guys know who Al Golden is, right? Uh, Clay High School. Um, no. Wait, yes. Um, yes. yes. He was the Miami coach before yes, Rick, the one that got blown at fifty-six nothing to Clemson. Yes. Who looked who looked like a schmuck walking up and down the sideline with a white shirt and an orange tie every Sunday, every yeah, Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, looks yeah, like an yeah. idiot. Oh my but he god, like, he, he like looked like like a like a stressed out accountant at happy hour because like he like had he the does, shirt and yeah, tie, but he, like it had it like rolled up and like unbuttoned and sweaty. It was like I will still root for the Bengals fans. Uh, the Bengals. Was that your first <laughs> coach, Jared, of your fandom? Yes, for two games, and it was Larry Scott, and then it was Mark Richt, and then it was Manny Diaz. Now it's Mario! Also, you guys taking Michigan's offensive coordinator. I love it. I love it. I love it. How the mighty have fallen. Michigan is hiring Vanderbilt's defensive coordinator. Let me say that again. Vanderbilt defensive coordinator. <laughs> Noted baseball. You enjoyed your year. JD, I want you to say my Miami didn't do anything for you, man. Yep. Josh okay, so since we're since we're on the since we're on the topic of uh uh coordinator hiring, I do want to bring up Giants hiring Wink Martindale today and Mike Kafka last week. Killer hires. I mean, the Giants are killing this offseason. Where did RDC go to, Samir? Uh, Patrick Graham. He went to the Raiders because he 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 just follows he just follows Pat's guys. Like he went to the Giants because Judge went to the Giants, and now he's following McDaniel's. And like the rumor was, oh, Judge is going to be the special teams coordinator in the Raiders. He's really All good. these Pat's guys are teaming up. He's really now good. He's going back to Belichick. Him, you replaced him with someone. I was going to say, yeah. yeah I mean, he, I mean, has yeah. he left his house with his cases of Michelob and his boxes of Domino's yet? They're still partying. Did you see? He's he's, he's going back to the to Pat's. Offensive assistant. It was an inside job. I'm convinced. Yep. Belichick sent him Belichick, in the Giants. Yep. And Belichick sent out that text to Flores to get us in the freaking scandal. And he's trying, also, man. He's trying because we didn't want him. Can we talk about how funny it is that Hugh Jackson was like, "Yeah, that happened to us." And then it's like, "You got offered to get paid." Well, no, I, I didn't get offered to get paid, but I got a third contract. His argument was, "I was so bad after two years." Why did I get that third contract if it wasn't incentivized to lose? It was like, you got an extra year, and your argument is you only got that year because of how bad of a job you did? A weird argument from Hugh Jackson. Really weird. But uh, Hugh Jackson is just a comedy skit. Don't die in a hole, man. Like, he is on. Okay, not die in a hole. I meant, like, like, my point to that was, like, stop talking. He's in the media all the time. He's constantly talking shit about the Browns. And it's like, go freaking coach at Gambling State or Gambler. Grambling. Grambler. Grambler State? Grambling? Grambling. Grambling. Literally one of the most historic black black colleges, by the way. Ah, I'm sure it's probably a good spot for him. I'm glad he's, he's, you know, happy. But, dude, like, get over it. Like, you got three years. You won three games. Get over it. Oh, I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, it's like. But like I just like I love how the first it's the like, first comment was like the first thing I got on my phone was Hugh Jackson says he was 
offered the same thing as Flores, like offered money to be, and then come to find out, he's like, well, I wasn't actually offered money, but and there was never a conversation. Yeah. He was like, there was never a conversation, but you could tell that they wanted a tank. And that's the only reason I got a a third year on my contract. I was like, because you like, suck as a head coach. Yeah, weird. Really strange. Really strange argument from Hugh. Oh my God. Hugh Jackson. I love a Hugh. Meme. Oh my Lord. Um, can you guys give, can I give you guys a, 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 yeah, a, a bet I love? I, I want to hear this because I want to hear some prop bets that I'm like. So, prop bets. So, I love, and, and this is counterintuitive to my argument, but if the Bengals were to win, I kind of love Joe Mixon as MVP. He has the eighth highest odds, which is like plus 3,300, 3, wow. which was a lot. Eighth highest. He's behind Cam Akers. Like, really? Uh, for your buck? Throw five bucks on Joe Mixon, man. I tell you That's what, he terrible. catches a big screen pass and then busts one, or if it's kind of a defensive struggle and he's got 150 yards, but Joe Burrow throws two picks. Like, I don't hate that at all. He has the same odds to an MVP as Von Miller. And Rams against the run, middle, very McPherson. middle of the pack. Evan McPherson MVP? and Bob Miller have the same odds as Joe Mixon. I feel like that's great odds for Joe Mixon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but the, oh, yeah, so I mean, I, 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 the MVP but it requires odds. a lot of things to happen. Here's another right, one. Right, it plus, does. Here's what I love. On FanDuel right now, plus 1,120 as of this moment, both teams score a touchdown on the opening drive. That's you throw a dollar on that, you win a thousand dollars. You win a hundred dollars. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I don't hate that. High powered offenses. Uh, as it goes, though, for MVPs, just for you, you gamblers out there, we have Matthew Stafford one, Joe Burrow two, Cup three, Aaron Donald four, Jamar Chase five, Odell Beckham six, Cam Akers seven, and then Joe Mixon, Bob Miller, Evan McPherson tied for eight. So, you, you gamblers out there, do what you want with that information. But I, I think Joe Mixon is good odds. Um, and I also don't hate uh, Jamar Chase as the fourth best odds there. Okay. So I don't hate that either. Amir, I think on Thursday, I think I think like tomorrow when we do our little pre-show meeting for Thursday, you and me should just go through like the FanDuel list of these a thousand fucking betting odds. No, and we'll, we'll pick nope. out the top ten prop bets. That's I'm planning on like just here's I'm spending fifty dollars. Couple dollars on this stupid prop bet. Couple oh, dollars. I'm going on this full, I'm going, I might go full hundy spot. Well, then I want to put a little action on the actual game itself. Oh too, well, no, so. no, that includes the actual action. I already have. Uh, 15 That's what I'm bucks saying. In, yeah, I have 15 bucks in free bets on DraftKings already, but FanDuel I will put probably 45, 50 bucks, 60 bucks in there. All right, so team to score the opening drive plus 14, yes, minus 138, no. What do you guys like there? Plus 14 or plus 140. 114. I apologize. I like it. I think that um, McVay is going to have some cheeky thing, or Joey B and the boys are going to try to chuck a bomb early. I also like um, if there is a bet for opening play for each team, or either team's an interception, like either the Rams are uh, like, because some teams they're going to try to make something big happen early. Um, like, all. First Almost. turnover of the game, interception, fumble, turnover on downs is an option. Well, it's like that's I, an I, interesting I, one. What if there's like a what will happen on the first play? I would put my interception. I feel like either it's going to be a, a big I'm sure touchdown, there is somewhere you a big touchdown or there is going to be a ridiculous like interception. 
Uh, either team to score in the fir- last two minutes of the first half. Minus 350, yes. Plus 275, no. I wouldn't take that only because Zach McPherson exists. Exactly. And it's just a Evan score. Evan McPherson, sorry. Oh, I like Zach this. McPherson. How many players will attempt a pass during the game? The over-under set at two and a half. Oh, interesting. You get an OBJ. Do you get a Jamar? Oh, yeah. Or you maybe you get because obviously punt. you're going to get both quarterbacks. Well, but maybe somebody Patrick else basically Taylor? other than a I'll take it. I'm taking the over there. A punter. The over. A punter. Hundred percent. I'm taking OBJ the over. Likes or, to or, the ball. or or yeah. the dark the yeah. darkest timeline. A quarterback gets hurt. Ooh, that's very yeah. Silly. That too. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of like the over for like. All the reasons. This is yeah. my first Super Bowl gambling, and I'm so excited because it's like there's so much dumb shit I want to gamble on. Other than squares, yeah, I've done squares for years. I've done squares, and I've always lost. But like, I'm never gonna do squares. I already did two ridiculous parlays for DraftKings, and I have like some free money. I have free bets coming from both DraftKings and FanDuel because I have accounts of both. So I'm gonna do a bunch of wonky free bets, and then I'm gonna do some serious shit with me and Samir do our, our planning meeting for you that. Guys- Ever heard the story? I don't remember what the odds are, but like Mark Cuban puts a hundred bucks on every year that the uh, opening play is going to be a safety, and in that Broncos Super Bowl, he cashed out like the hundred for like a couple mil, like something ridiculous. Let's go. That's, that's such a, a that's cool insane. thing to do when you're rich. But um, here's here's a here's a, a Super Bowl safety odds. is great. Here's a, what was like first play of the game safety he took. Yeah, that was amazing. So like that odds is. Opening kickoff return for a touchdown. If you bet on that, you could put in a dollar and win a quick eight thousand. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do that right now, actually. Because um, <laughs> these are wait, also these are provided wait, so by odd who's sharks, a kick, so who's a kick to... returner? Who's a kick returner for uh I don't even know Rams. who returns kicks for these guys. Chris Carson, uh Chris, not Chris Carson, Chris um Evans for um Cincy. Captain oh, America really? himself? Yeah, Captain America returns kickoffs. Oh well now I gotta put at least five on. When, uh, will there be a two-point conversion attempt? Yes. Plus 160 for yes, minus 198 for no. So you definitely would make a little more money on no. I had a same game parlay um, through DraftKings that was so crazy. It was plus 20,000. And then I had another one that was plus 150,000. I just did like – but it was like it was the way I did it was I didn't do anything that was crazy. I just did things that were going to be very possible in different categories. So yeah, if I, all hit, I make I make a shit ton of money. But if it doesn't, it's like oh fuck. Well, I was close. I that okay. I was telling you guys this one time. My boss hit one of those with the Bengals with when T Higgins had that crazy game a couple weeks back. Thing was against the no, it was the game. It was last game of the week. yeah. It was last game of the season. I think it, no, it was Christmas. It was Christmas week. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like a day before Christmas and like that happened the day after day after Christmas. Um, and then the other one was um, I almost hit with Rogers in a same game parlay. I needed Rod. I needed Rogers to have 20 more yards and Devonta Adams to have one more touchdown. And I would have hit like $800 on a $3 bet. I love those kind of- but it's like you know, like that's what that's how they get you. Same game parlays are like, they're like lottery tickets. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so tough I, to predict. Um, I like. This how about one. yeah? There's some tough over unders. Uh, like uh, they have OBJ here over I, under sixty five and a half receiving yards, untouchable. 
I hate that. I don't want like, I I like that I either. Just, I'm not going to touch Always it at all. do alternative passing yard, receiving, rushing, and passing. Never do their line. Yeah, if always, you told me yeah. OBJ oh, yeah. had two catches always for 15 yards, I'd be like, yeah. Always say, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Six oh, catches yeah. for 120, always I'd say, alternative. Yeah. That's what I've learned because I had a parlay going where I need Cordell Patterson to get 58 rushing yards. He had 57 in that. He had 57. He got a tackle for a loss in his last carry. It was plus 300 because his over-under was at 56. I said, I said 60. It was plus 300. This was like a couple weeks ago. It was like week 15 or whatever. I think I needed Josh Allen for like 10 more, 20 more yards, something like that. But it's like things like that. Always one thing I will always do alternate passing, rushing, and receiving. Never do their over-unders. They set them like shit. It looks terrible. Um the only time you do it is if it's in like a celebrity same game parlay, like one of like McAfee's or Bill Simmons's, then you do it because it's part of the parlay itself. Then you they say fuck it, why not? But or, never do it in your or own. Or if you look at it and say it's a lock. <laughs> oh, it's a lock. But the odds are never yeah, good it, enough. It, it, my head happens all the time. It's like, oh my god, it's plus one fifteen. Yeah, no, but their alternate passing yards for the same fucking number is plus one thirty. I really like this one. This is a fun prop bet. Will the game be tied again after 0-0? Yes is minus 120, so you want to make mm. you know a great amount of money. Uh, no is plus 100. I would take no. I would take no, too. I'd throw except, like 10 bucks. Except no. every game this ever since the second round, it seemed to go overtime. But all, yeah, my point, I don't that's buy true. that. I'm, I can't, but I I'm can't gonna imagine say, yeah. it. I'm going to take yeah there. I would say no. I think it could go to overtime, but it takes one weird score or play or something like two field goals or a safety or like something like that to be like pretty much ensuring it's not going to ever be tied again. All right. And I like the odds for it. No is better. Let's let's do some fun. We're going to play a new set. We're going to play a quick little game. We're going to call it Corner Booth Super Bowl Media Week Bingo. All right. Okay. So. We're gonna do. We're just gonna do it. It's gonna be five questions. If they all check right, we hit bingo. If they don't, we lose. Uh, Samir, can you? Uh, want to keep uh, a tally on these five? Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, easy one. This is the gimme. Somebody mentions Harambe during the press conference. A player. A player, coach, media member, somebody during the press. Is this conference. after the no, game? No, before. Before the game. Media, this media old, day. This is media week. This is this is yesterday or no? No, this is today from like seven a.m. until Super Bowl Sunday pre kickoff. Somebody mentions Harambe during the press conferences. That's like, happening. Yeah, yeah, because because they're going to get questions on it. Yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. If the that's, why it's chip, that's why it's a chip shot. This is right. this is the this if is you the said stack. unsolicited, like just like brought it up in an answer, but it wasn't in the question. I might go no, but uh, yeah, someone's going to bring it up. Okay, second, a coordinator or assistant coach from either team says something where it's a foot-in-the-mouth moment. Like, something that's a meme, it's joking, it's like the fuck are you saying kind of moment. I'm going to go with no, because I don't think there's a ton of huge personalities, and I think a lot of them But there's a ton of goobers. That's the difference. There's a ton of awkward... 30, 30 to 50 year old men who but are foot not in your mouth means it's like 
trending on Twitter, kind of like, yeah, like, like so what the fuck did you just say, you dumbass? Like that kind of shit. Not just like fumbling your words, are, though. Uh, it has to be like kind of embarrassing or ooh, you should have yeah. said that kind of thing, right? Because um, I'll go no then. Okay. Third question. Some strange Antonio Brown reference, either or appearance. He does some kind of skit, says something crazy, does something before the Super Bowl to get attention. Nope, not happening. Nah, they're not going to have him there. Uh, well, I'm not, not saying happen there. Everyone's bringing their A game. There, but it's going to come up because he's going to do something. He's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, because oh, AB's going to go on some podcast or some BS. Yeah, so that's another, like, I'm going to give yes. this, those are my two chip shots, right? Um, I don't think that's a chip shot. It's right? actually, it's, it's wrapping up difficulty. Um, for <sighs> Jalen Ramsey says something, like, says some serious shit talk. Like, says something like, Alshon's Alshon Jeffrey level, like, like this is some bullshit, like, like level, like we're talking some serious garbage. Nah, he's been in, in the press so far. He's so. been he's been sounding pretty. That's normal. why this is that we're getting to harder ones now. I don't think so. No, I don't. And think the last, be. and the last but not least, one of the players doesn't matter who it could be anybody one through fifty three on either roster calls of guarantees a victory. No. no. If this all happens, happen. if this all if all five of these happen, we are all getting a new pair of shades from Yates. Okay. <laughs> just, I don't think that will happen. I'm a I'm a hater, I guess. I'm a doubter. Over under Tom Brady getting brought up two and a half. That's the They're already bringing like, it back, man. That's the, the story, they're already bringing it back. Oh, that's the free like like gimme shit. Like that's like that's like the gimme square if we're one away. Tom Brady coming up multiple that's the times. The free square. Uh, Only if we're down one. How about uh, we throw it there to the mayors? Oh, make, also, the mayors make a stupid side bet because the Cincinnati mayor is like, oh, that's made stupid. They already did that bets. shit. They already did I know, that but they're shit. not even funny. Like the mayor's literally like, well, I'll wear the winner's yeah, jersey. We'll, ha, 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 I'll ha, wear a different like, shirt okay. to work tomorrow. Also, <laughs> oh, also you got me. Way, also, you got me. If the, all five happen, uh, we'll we'll do also some other be- dares. So on our um our Super Bowl wrap up show before we go on vacation. Oh, by the way, folks, if you haven't figured that out yet, we are going on vacation. Um, no corner booth podcasts from February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, Happy International Singles Day, until I believe March third. March no March no madness, March baby. March second March second because it's March Madness and for agency. Me, Samir, JD, Kevin, Pat, we're all taking we're all taking like some time off. There will be live streams, but that's because those don't take any effort to set up for. Those are set it and forget yeah, it. Yeah, kind of I'm be doing mad push ups and getting jacked and all that. Samir's gonna get Samir's gonna come back yoked. You're not even gonna know who he yeah, is. Yeah, Samir's gonna. You look will like not believe the kind of push I'm gonna Samir's crush. Samir's gonna come back those like that Doge that Dogecoin meme of the Jack Dog. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> just I'm gonna just be doing all, all upper body and tiny. Every twig woman in their 20s in the city of Boston and the city limits beyond notice. Samir is yeah no yeah it's absolutely ridiculous what I'm about to do during this vacation you know I've been zeroed in on football you know uh for quite some time now and you know when you know when you let the boys you know have fun you know cut loose a little bit you don't know what the fuck's about to happen right right right, right, especially yeah especially with a guy like me right all right right. last uh last thing before we head on out of here we'll of course give a predictions on the show on Thursday (laughs) 
um, with a few special guests as well. Um, I, I, I actually am going to be booking our guests literally after the show. Should be a fun time. Um, final predictions. Joe Burrow um, might come. Keep, keep, just everyone. I'm uh, not guaranteeing. He said he maybe. Might show. He's a maybe. We're boys. Dude, he we're hasn't boys. said no to my Twitter DM yet. So that means he's a yeah. maybe. Yeah, right. All right. So, gentlemen, who's winning NFL MVP on Thursday? Who do we want to win or who is winning? Who do we think is, who do you think is going to win? Not who we want. I think Aaron Rodgers Ooh. is going to win. I think Aaron Rodgers as well. I think the I only the, the only wild card is some schmuck is going to be like, oh, he's not vaccinated. It's like, who cares? It's like, it's football. I think, yes, I think it'll be Aaron Rodgers. It should be Cooper Cup. I would not be surprised if it was Tom Brady. Okay. Would, would you not be, suppo- be surprised okay. if it was Tom Brady? Would you be annoyed if they just gave it to Brady because he's retired? Yes. No, because it's because the year was that good. Oh no, if the year wasn't it. Like, I think the year was good enough to warrant it. Honestly, you know who should get the damn MVP? Cooper is Cup. Fucking Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. A thousand percent greatest, should get the MVP. The, he's no, the most oh, for valuable. Sure. Yeah. He is the most valuable. PJ Watt. PJ Watt. Yeah, should be at top five. No, I don't um, hate that. Any running backs? Um, oh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor. Taylor. doesn't have I mean, actual, yeah, but they he doesn't have up. a shot, but he should. Yeah. It's at the end of the day, if they give it to Aaron Rodgers, it's just like, all right. It's like the Heisman. It's just a QB award. Cool. Let's just stop calling it anything else. Because, like, if Cooper last Cup MVP, doesn't win it this year, then I guess a receiver can't last, win it. Last MVP. That's just what it, that means. That was a non-quarterback was Adrian Peterson in 2012, I Yep. I mean, if Cooper Cup doesn't win it this year, sorry, receivers, you will never be the most. Yeah, you're not a real position, apparently, according to the NFL. Never be, man. All righty. I think you must run and give it to McPherson. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode, episode 205 of the Corner Booth Podcast. And also, by the way, the second to last episode. That was actually pretty awesome. Skip that. The last. The last. um, Noises. The second to last. episode of season six so there you go mm. we'll be back on thursday for the live stream and then monday a special valentine's day edition me and samir decided call it audible nobody cares about the super bowl two days after we're going to talk about the day after when i when both of us are probably all three of us are probably gonna be hung over i have a day off so literally we'll do it the second jd gets out of work on, on monday i have nothing until 2 p.m on on that day so i'm hyped oh shit and oh, wait. Until wait, two. wait, what's what's Jay? What time do you get out of work on Monday? Uh, five. I mean, Samir, how do you want? Do you have anything at five? I can do it. You can I, do have, it? I have, I have, I, yeah, I have radio until four and then nothing until six thirty. Yeah, so we'll do five to six thirty or yeah. five to six fifteen. Yo, motherfuckers love to hear us plan on the show. That's why I get a lot of more feedback, and they said they love when they plan. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, Jay, Jay, if there's any way you can sneak out of the office gets faster. Gets the people going. If, if you any way you can sneak out of the office faster, that'd be great, but I'm not rushing okay. to just get out of work. Um, or you could be like me. I also have to drive home. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, oh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. This could be a problem. Oh, we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. All right, ladies we'll and gentlemen. We'll put up a poll. Audience vote. Will JD make it in time for the show? Yeah. Or me and Samir yeah, start it. Suspense is rising. Me and Samir, or me and Samir start it and JD jumps in like like uh, like Randy Orton slithered. Watch right. out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> oh, the, watch out, watch out, watch out. Yeah. All right.
Oh my god, it's JD's right. music. Miana Mary uh, uh, Rivera, the shit. Yeah, I just made a go. baseball reference. Samir, tell me wow. about it. Wow. Samir, tell me about it. No, that was cool. You're proud of you. I'm proud of you, JD. Oh my JD, God. unsolicited dude that was so nice of you jd I have, one, I have one uh one request for the offseason you bone up on your baseball dude cleveland guardian oh, you can bone cleveland up on guardians. Guardians. the guardians and or galaxy all right cleveland guardians all the way ladies and gentlemen season. that wraps yeah. it up we'll catch you on thursday enjoy your week stay safe peace Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.